welcome back to Between Keyboard and Chair with me, Pat Nader. And me, Bunty. And our guest. Hi, I'm Tim. We're in his house today because I did not tell them where to go. <laughs> it is That's awkward. a story in itself. Yes, I would make the joke, but this is actually the second recording and I don't want a fake laugh. So let's go straight to what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about sci-fi, the Orville, Star Trek Discovery, or as many people know it, STD. Goddamn. It's not. They decided it's, to make it discovery. That's true. But let, let's start with the how we all got. It's TOS. Uh, TNG is fine. TNG is fine. Dungo is fine. Vo- What's okay. for the Voy? Voy. Voy. Yeah, they did follow it because actually it's Voy. DS9. It's Enterprise. Discovery is actually officially now DSC. So it's Star Trek oh, DSC. That doesn't even make sense. That sounds like a camera. Yeah. <laughs> that, it, that is the file for old Digicams. <laughs> Have you downloaded the new DSCs? Let's start by talking about how we got into sci fi okay. as kids. Because like, everyone's had a different experience. Like people. For a lot of people, aside from the new Trek movies, which are contested at best, I, I, I can say that yeah. without being wrong. Not that far. For a lot of people, this is their first Star Trek TV show. Yeah, that's true. It's, it, it's, it's the first Star Trek TV show in almost a decade, I think. Really? What was the other one? Voyager was not just. No. Oh fuck that show! <laughs> <laughs> I forget that. Right? Bakula was like 2000s, early 2000s. Thanks for ruining Space the franchise, Bakula. Scotty B. I remember because like the three of us had known each other for almost as long. Yeah. And mm. like when in, in Tim's old room, there used to be this little poster. No, not little. That like infinite diversity, infinite combinations. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like you grew up with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Just just for context. Um. So Tim is the like long time lifetime. Star Trek fan. Pat came in when? Um, Roughly. When I. There was a summer when I was 12 when I didn't have any tapes and all I had was Star Trek for the Voyage Home. <laughs> so I just watched that over and over again. And I thought all Star Trek, Trek adventures were like that. Let's be clear though, I had all the tapes yeah. and I still watched Star Trek Voyage Home over and over <laughs> again. And I'm the new guy. I just came in on Star. Because I was a longer Star Wars fan. Yeah. Uh, my Trek experience was only like what, late high school, early college. Yeah. So what? Like what was the Star Trek out then? First contact in on HBO. The movies. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. I'm that was sorry. a story. <laughs> well, the TNG like, movie. Yeah, I watched the. I watched with Bane. Uh, yeah. Bane was in yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, what do you call this uh, Voyager on the Hallmark Channel. I should it was have on more the, it was on. Okay. It was on at night, okay. at, yeah. uh, just like around eleven p.m. Okay. But I didn't have an appreciation for it. Yeah, because like in in that time, also around the same time, before you go to school, there was Andromeda. Yeah, there was Andromeda. Oh, yeah. There was yeah. Farscape. Yep, Farscape, right like, next. Sometimes also at like three p.m. when you come home from class or don't go to class at all. But like, <laughs> but, like so we can say that we have a history of sci-fi. Right? Yeah, it's, it's always been in the peripheral. Like for me, my sci-fi experience has always been either in in stories or in books or uh, comics or or Star Wars. So my entry to Trek, the first time I appreciated it was watching it on HBO First Contact. Because hmm. like, wow, they have guns here. <laughs> Is that Borg? Yeah, the Borg. Yeah. Uh, time traveling again. Yeah, yeah. So like, that was my first like, oh, okay, I think I like this. Uh, so yeah, that's it for context. <laughs> I like that's First right. Contact. I have one of my favorite Trek movies. 
I've seen it. I just remembered a gif of the guy just looking shocked at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> the Vulcans are here. But the the like the the first attack sequence was pretty good. Yeah, the Borg. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Wolf? No, that's uh, that's uh, Sector Zero Zero One. That's Earth. Yeah, yeah that's Earth. Yeah. Wolf Three Five Nine was from TNG. Oh yeah, I remember because Miles never stopped bitching about it, and neither did. Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yep. That that's the first episode of DS9 is like you're from the Enterprise and I don't like you because shit went down. <laughs> I'm also the darkest captain. Ever. Ever. Jordy wishes he was as dark as me. Jordy wishes he was as cool as me. And he's pretty cool. Yes, he, he's reading Rainbow. He's reading Rambo in a bad day. <laughs> Alright, so uh to today that's our uh, topic is we're talking about sci-fi on TV, particularly the the tradition of Star Trek. Yeah, and, and the, it's uh, multiple precursors, uh, successors, and spin-offs. Which is weird. Like we're suddenly in a phase where like let's let's go back to the stars. I don't want to be in Earth anymore. <laughs> yeah, because who wants to be here? Yeah, see, see, that's what happens when you make Pluto not a planet anymore. That's true. <laughs> yeah, when you declassify Pluto as a planet. Doesn't he like the Roman god of war? No, he's the Roman god of the underworld. That's so much worse. Ah, he's the best character in Roman and Greek mythology. One would argue. What? What, what do you do? What? Um. He is the richest of them all, for one. He's got me. Yeah, he's the richest. <laughs> um, he has a nice dog named Spot. Oh, uh, yeah, because Cerberus is... Yeah, Kerberus. Uh, is just Spot. He Which has is a, weird, because he's never portrayed with Spots. Yeah, he's never. Just three heads, like, weird. Uh, and he has a nice wife. Persephone? Yeah, Persephone. Um, and he has an invisible helmet, so, you know, that's nice. And he has not... Does it make his head invisible, or, like, just I think his... the helmet is invisible. <laughs> <laughs> so people can hit them in the head and they think they're hitting him. I swear, most, most Greek and Roman lifts are fucking bullshit. It, it, they are. But one notable thing about him, he doesn't go into family drama. Yeah, just that's for something out for spring. Yeah, like he doesn't get involved in any family drama except that when he gets dragged to it. Yeah. Compared to like, you know, Zeus and his many... I'm gonna put my dick in it. Story, stories with his dick. And Poseidon's uh, temper tantrums. Yeah, because he didn't get Athens. Yeah, so you know. Which like, I always thought was named after Athena, but apparently no. Apparently no, it's, it's, not. it's an accident. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that that's the that's the one. So okay, how do we start this, sir? Uh, let's let's discuss something that's easier to discuss: V Orville. Because I mean, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Because we've done this last sci-fi episode, Pat. Yes. We're supposed to talk about like dark matter. We talked about killjoys. Uh, actually, here's a good baseline. If we're going to talk about the successors to Star Trek, let's talk about what we expect a Star Trek series to. Okay. Do. All right. Okay. Oh no! Mm. Hey, look at that <laughs> smile. Oh shit. Tim smiles like it's revealing everything. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't oh what, no! What I. If I've learned anything since uh, Enterprise came out, is you really can't expect what the Star Trek is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there was okay. a dog. <laughs> Star Trek always used to be about exploration and new aliens and beaming down the planets and depending on who the captain was, getting the girl or. Uh, <laughs> But it's changed. Okay. It's changed a lot. Uh, ever since uh, Star Trek Enterprise came out, they started trying to get a new crowd. They started trying to get the younger people. They started trying to get uh, a more action-packed series in it. There were a lot of nipples in Star in, in Enterprise. There were. Yeah, there really? Were. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of naked bathing. Like, yes. de like decontamination. Oh, that's what they call it. Yeah. Decontamination. That's something that you never had in the in, in the original In the first series. four. In the... 
Well, Seven of Nine was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That seven is fair. Of Nine was a thing. I feel like that's the reason I watched the Hallmark episodes. Voyager <laughs> Seven of because Nine. like I really just Ryan. And like I went there for 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 the for the robot chick, and, and you got stayed the for rock. the. No, but I stayed yeah, for like he was there. He was there. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that episode though. But I stayed for like you no, know just the awesome. stories. Like there were some really good Voyager stories I enjoyed. I mean, at, at, at the essence of Voyager, it, it, it's still exploration. Yeah. Well, getting lost. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> on the way back this time, instead of on yeah. the way back. I guess that's the thing about Discovery, because uh, even Enterprise, it, it, it was an episodic show, right? Yeah. Discovery has a whole different format, at least, for the first two episodes that's come out already. It seems that we have one large story one large story it's, so it's, it's a serialized yeah, it, thing yeah. Okay. It, and it, keep, it, it links directly from the previous episode instead of like next exactly. week on Star Trek oh, yes. okay so uh, you mentioned Orville a while ago which I guess we're going to talk about later yeah. on but Orville is a very episodic show yeah, you know is. they set up the premise they've set up the premise for the first episode and in the next episodes they go to a different story yeah. and a different story it but they're handoffs though right like there's well, the there are a couple of Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just one like, episode. One episode, okay. Just like the original Star Trek series, there is that sub level story. Yeah. There's that sub level story which you can follow. They, they develop it over the season, yeah. over the series. Discovery is just one giant story so far. So it seems like it's one of those. Essentially, it's like a, a Star Trek movie cut into pieces. Essentially, right? Yeah, yeah it's also it's also very centralized on her on his story, Michael's story. Her. Okay, is it her? Is that's it just a, a name? Her, yeah. Uh, it's Michael's her. her. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh no! Spoiler a, alert for me. Because fuck it, I only watched like the first thirty minutes of episode one. <laughs> Dude, they called her Michael. No, but they thought but like did they call her her. Yeah. Because right, wait, that now that's double confusing. Because. Does she? You know what? It doesn't matter. The <laughs> point is, wait, Michael's the gu- the, the girl, right? Sonica. Yes. The lost in the des- desert scene, and yes. then yeah. and yes. then I made a star, and I'm like, fuck you, you did, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, you did not go in a curve and made a boomerang. It's a perfect curve. You by could the have way. made any line at that point. You shit! It's a perfect curve too. Like it, it was, it was a really like accurate thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's a there's an increased focus on like this. This actually shows up in New Trek too. I think like there's more focus on hey, how did Kirk become Kirk, or how did how how is this gonna work out for her, the person who caused most of the problems in the show, yeah. rather than what's new out there and what's exciting out there. Yep. There were so many gunshots in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. It's like that scene in Into Darkness where, like, the Enterprise got hit with more photon torpedoes than it did in, in its existence. <laughs> <laughs> they had that run <laughs> off like, there, there were so many shots. <laughs> Over and the course of, like, what, seven, eight seasons? Yeah. <laughs> no, three seasons. Toss oh, the, yeah, toss the toss season. I thought if you included the NG run, oh, like, the oh, no, entire the, run. The, the board changes all of it. <laughs> there, there are a lot of it. <laughs> they cut shit out of the Enterprise. That's fucked up. <laughs> so, in, in that respect, it doesn't feel like the, the a Star Trek show in its traditional sense. Because there's less exploring and more just, here's how we're dealing with the old Cold War metaphor. Yeah. But is it the question? I guess the one of the questions to ask is like, is it 
uh, is it less a Star Trek show because of mm. that lack of like exploratory episodic structure right yeah, like yeah. is it is it less of a show of a Star Trek show not like it's a show like it can like whatever you feel about it uh, story wise but is it less of a Star Trek show because it doesn't have that particular um, infrastructure to hold it together uh are your feelings getting hurt? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just a landmine. You've heard fans before. <laughs> the thing is, it's the Star Trek show that... It's not a Star Trek show that people want. Uh, okay, fine. It's not the Star Trek show that die-hard Star fans. Trek fans would want, I okay. imagine. Okay. But that's not to say it's not a good show. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's okay. actually, a, a, at least in my, in my opinion, it's a pretty good show. It doesn't feel... That Star Trek ish, but if you know you took it at face value, yeah. it's a it looks like it can develop to be a good show. It's a bit too early to say we're at by episode the time five. of this recording, uh, four episodes in. in. Okay, so uh, I haven't checked the episode queue, just like play. <laughs> so, uh, we don't really know. Although it's interesting, it so far not to spoil anything because we're not gonna spoil anything here. But we'll try. try not. Oh, really? Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I'll try to leave it as vague as possible. But it's interesting to see how they're starting, especially in episode three, to make parallels to some concepts or things that you see in uh, the next generation of Deep Space Nine. Uh, There are a lot of fan theories out there. There A lot of fan theories on. um, like what exactly discovery is oh uh, okay because discovery is a shit yes but we knew that from 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 way back but uh we, we don't quite know what's the mission of discovery yeah uh not it's in its entirety anyway it's the third show that has the ship as the main title right or the place as the main like the thing as the main title uh the ship third. the uss discovery appears in the third episode Okay, uh, and then Enterprise is also named after the Enterprise. Yeah, Voyager yeah. and DS9. Voyager. DS9 is the station, so... Yes. Okay. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so going back to your question, does it feel like a Star Trek show? No. Uh, okay. Is it a good show? It can be. Okay. So it, it, it feels like it's a, a Star Trek for a new generation. Like, if you... Yeah. Because yeah, if you didn't have the history or the expectation of old shows... This works. I didn't want to use the line because uh, <laughs> it's. This is not the Star Trek that people necessarily want, but it might actually be the Star Trek that we, we deserve. need. Yeah, I was going, exactly. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. It, it might actually be the Star Trek that we need for now. Because it might peak interest. I kind of get that. If it peaks interest, hopefully some people will latch onto it. Hopefully yeah. they'll go back and look at the old shows, yeah. maybe with the exception of the original series. But uh, it might peak some interest. Because I, I get that impression. Like since I'm like the new West of the three of us, right, uh, into the Star Trek thing, like it for me it feels very it has all the necessary parts of a Star Trek show I think so far it has the bits it has the bits right like it has all the in the first 13 minutes I've seen the ship thing the alien planet thing the whole like uh, help other planet things Mm. there the teleportation technology the you know like all of those trappings of like 
a recognizable Star Trek like bits, right? But since I haven't seen the entire episode yet, uh, it was hard for me to judge if it has the feel of the show. Yeah. But it does have the moving parts. Like it's not. It's like uh, the, the parts that you expect to be in a Star Trek. Show. Yeah, it's there. It's all there. Like even from the bridge crew, like you can identify. Yeah, these are the. Man, that bridge is sleek as shit. Yeah. Oh, can I just say like it has? Uh, I think my favorite, uh, like bridge. bridge design for a Star Trek TV show. Yeah, and yet they still explode for no reason. Yeah, because you know, apparently capacitors <laughs> are nothing in the belts. future. <laughs> Never seen belts. And most and of them are standing. No seats. Can I just say what? Oh, that's the weird part about. I mean, I understand like in in the emptiness of space, like maybe you don't move a lot. But also, like, it seems a very Wait. dangerous proposition. I'm pretty sure moving really fucking I mean, fast like, is like... Yeah, <laughs> but like, because it's like, there's no gravity necessarily pulling you down. Uh, like, there shouldn't be like... A lot of movement, right? Like, yeah. not the... Uh, can kind of compensate for that. But like, why don't they have proper seats? <laughs> like, it's still a vehicle, it's right? It's still a vehicle. Planes have, like, seat belts. Yeah, like, in big ships, like, I understand, still have straps on them. Like... <laughs> Like the expanse has them right, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Where they have like strap in kids. <laughs> yeah, but like that, that's something that's going around. How other aliens must view human de- development on <laughs> on space stations. Like these are the humans. If we gave them two warp cores, they toss it into the sun <laughs> like, to see how fast it would go. When they developed stealth technology in the original series, not the original series. Sorry, I think TNG. They decided to figure out if they can get it to phase through a planet because they're fucking crazy. <laughs> don't, don't trust the humans with technology. And that's why there are no seat belts. That's why things explode. And that's why Vulcans know the word fuck. It's like, this fucking guy, right? This guy. It's this fucking. And that's why Scotty, in, like, in, in, in the original series, that, that's why in a, in, that, that was their first long range vessel, I think. I think so, yeah. Why was the human at the fucking engineering room? <laughs> like, we saw what the humans built and we didn't want any of this. That's it though, like that's the, I think, for in my head, like that's the only possible uh, reason why we've succeeded and thrived. These in, people are fucking crazy. That, like in an environment full of like advanced alien races. They're fucking Klingons, man. Those guys kill for fun. <laughs> right? Like, I need a promotion. Get the bad life. I'm gonna kill my boss. <laughs> I'm gonna kill my boss. The Vulcans are super smart and super tough. Yeah. Like that's right. They're, right. They're super tough, right? And like humans are still like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> Like, that's an insane proposition. Like, yeah, we built our crafts with no safety zone. <laughs> we can go back in time again. Yeah. Have you heard of, have you heard of the Klingon that went have back you? in time? Because you will now. He was hanging out with Kirk for some reason. Right, like, we use, we use like, whales to, uh, to do some space stuff. You know, whales, they have no concept of space. Let's <laughs> put that sound in space. <laughs> Oh man! So so I, I guess like that's just how crazy humans are. Um, <laughs> just stop listening to the feed. Uh, my my ears are warm. Uh, <laughs> All right. Favorite part of uh, discovery so far? I mean, there's got to be a high point. It doesn't have to be the high point. Just a highest point for you. <laughs> Best part about discovery. <laughs> Oof, rough help. <laughs> man I gotta think about that one. Uh, how about you um, I love because I have none I have my favorite part is like them walking in the desert so far because <laughs> that's all I've seen I love the prey species like I, forget, I didn't catch the name of the prey species oh uh, 
The science officer. Yeah. Yeah. Something like Sailu. Sailu. Sicilian or something? No, that's... Oh, I don't know the species. That's Sicilian. Sicilian. Shit, I could go for a pizza. That's an amazing concept for an alien to me. We are bred to die. What are you doing with ship? Well, you're an anthropologist. Like, what are you doing on a ship? Aren't you supposed to be training the next generation of anthropologists in a cycle that wastes people's lives? I'm kidding. Anthropology is more useful than sociology, for example. Whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Or, or most English majors. <laughs> Come on, who are we kidding here? If you're an English major, you're not working that degree. Shit. <laughs> but like, the free species is amazing. Having fun yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send your emails to <laughs> patinator at gmail.com. I'd like some good news. <laughs> so, you want something else that people telling you to kill yourself every time you do something good? That's only in Dota. <laughs> yeah, only because I didn't learn how to support. I now know how to support the little baby bastards. Because they have to get levels and weapons. Well, I'm like, sure, are you fed? Here's your, here's your free kill. I've stunned it for you. Can you do it? And then when they can't kill it, I have to kill it and they complain but I wanted the meal mommy like mm. <laughs> as a Filipino I can save us don't play Dota with Filipinos we're all shit we're, like we're good send players. your emails and tweets too <laughs> <laughs> yeah I could use more followers <laughs> that's true please follow <laughs> okay uh, okay yeah, yeah, wait 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 so I don't want to talk about the best thing. All right. Okay. I want to talk about the worst thing. Okay. Okay. So we're in. We're firmly in your territory now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who the hell decided to use all the damn lens flares? J.J. <laughs> Abrams. Is he still a part of it? I don't think so. I don't know, he's a like part a... of it. Yeah, yeah. He was part no, of the original just... movies, but it's uh, not... the, the the new movies. But Jesus Christ, it's like in one scene, <laughs> there's two people talking to each other for like a one minute segment, and they have to use at least three lens flares. <laughs> Where is light coming from? It doesn't even matter, it adds nothing to the scene, but boom, let's have a lens flare. Because Tim, like very much in the future, very much like capacitors, like lens <laughs> lenses no. don't exist. <laughs> no, it's an alien race we're also like in the scene, the also. lens flare race. <laughs> The lens flares. That just breaks. That just breaks the 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 the, the, the fourth, fourth wall. wall. Yes. Because all right, lens flares. That means there's a camera. Yeah. yeah precisely. So, so. I like lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> I think they can be tastefully done. Yeah, they, they They're be. not tastefully done in this show. <laughs> Man. I there mean, shouldn't be lens flares in that space. Was that. Do you think that was used like uh, unironically? Do you think? Because I there's a feeling there's a scene later which kind of makes it feel like a big joke. Because I feel like it's a big joke. It's like we they, know they, when like, when the Klingons first engage. Uh huh. Like everything goes white for a while, and I feel like that's okay, their big joke. That's but true. That's even true. as a joke, it's not funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> like right when the the first. Abrams movie came out, right? Like, everyone's like shitting on it for the lens flare use. Hey, I actually like the lens so flares in the original Star Trek. But, that like, was that fine. was a criticism, right? There was a lot sure. of them. Yeah. So, yeah. maybe, like, this was like, you know what? 
Nudge, nudge, uh, wink, no, wink. No, no, no. 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 They wouldn't have done it in some um, very dramatic moments. Which <laughs> was distracting. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, even episode one. Episode one, I distinctly remember a scene where now I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but there was a conversation on the bridge, talking about how uh, uh, how they were going to defeat the Klingons or how they were going to. Uh, there's a beacon right. how are they going to go to the beacon yeah, yeah. And, and things like that and during that scene there were three lens flares it was a conversation <laughs> in the room in that the room and there were three lens flares one and for each person in the conversation <laughs> <laughs> it represents the symbolism it's proportional to the to the people in the conversation yeah the bridge scene was crazy it was like a disco <laughs> <laughs> too much. You'd think they would have solved that problem already by now. Yeah, but they have its own capacitors, so you know, we can't ask no, for too much. No, it's not even capacitors. Why would the ship getting shot on its left side blow up the control center? <laughs> I don't know. Like, like channel the energy into the cockpit. <laughs> it makes humans stronger. I just realized what I like so much about the bridge. Have you seen that panoramic view yes. screen? Yeah. Oh my yes. god, that yes. was amazing. I Better think... than any other Star Trek yeah. has ever done it. Which makes you wonder why? Did why? They, yeah, they like, why it? did they get rid of that one? Yeah, yeah, they went back to forty-inch TVs later. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, it's like a big screen. Like that is an amazing screen to look I, at. I think that's one of the reasons I like the set so much. Because uh, when the, the you only see it right from. From the perspective of the windshield, right? I think yeah. that's how you shoot it. And then you switch camera mm. angles, like, mm-hmm. oh wow, that's a big, nice panoramic view. No, that, so that, that's the sickness of many updated shows. Like, technology which shouldn't be there, but we've yeah. thought of it now. Yeah. Which is probably why they shouldn't have made a prequel, but whatever. That's okay. a different story. Do you want to talk about that one? What? But that Star Trek a story about discovery and moving forward talks about the past a lot <laughs> <laughs> three times in the last three, three series actually I don't, know, I don't know is this original universe or new Trek universe no this is original universe one would assume original universe no, yeah, then, then why are we going backwards but in even the original were, universe yeah. but even if it were it still happens before Kirk's Enterprise story yeah but they, they don't even go to the oh. important parts like first contact with fucking Klingons yeah to, to be fair uh They've said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, send your emails to Patinator. What? <laughs> uh, She'll get all the track hate. I love it. Uh, I, I could use the contact. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the way that they're going to um, they're going to format Discovery is season one is going to be this story. Season two might have an entirely new cast with an entirely oh, new Oh, wow. Cast. That's interesting. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going... Oh. Okay, that hasn't been confirmed, but that's what they were talking about, I okay. think, at the beginning. It's like a American horror story. Exactly. Exactly. Anthology so type. They, they might be going that direction. Oh, that's interesting. So, who knows what timeline we're going to be in the next season. I do hope it's like past the whatever last story in the universe now that's that. what most of the Star Trek fans want right. yeah, yeah. Just, yeah I don't know we have time traveling torpedoes for courtesy yeah. of Janeway <laughs> I mean yeah, they, they lost their fucking shit at the end of Voyager <laughs> like future Janeway was have, helping past Janeway get home that was fucky and then but but, but how <laughs> I don't know Science. Janeway was still crazy I think Tuvok was living in a cave or something Oh, Tuvok. What? The only black Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> which is a nice segue into the funnier part of the, sci- the two sci-fi shows, The Orville, which is very Seth MacFarlane. 
<laughs> That's fucking smooth. Well done, sir. If you point it out, it's not smooth. Well, this thing <laughs> you ruined it. You son of a bitch. Sandpaper smooth, if you will. <laughs> but but continue. <laughs> Salt of the earth. Now. <laughs> For your complaints, at even broad. A lot a lot of people are saying that it's it's more Star Trek than STD. I am I refuse to call it DSC. It doesn't even roll off the fucking tongue. STD does. Uh, yeah, Cold that one I've, I've seen. I've seen the, f- the, f- the first four episodes of the Orville. Thoughts? You're up to date. Yeah, I'm up to date. Uh, I've only seen episode one and two in full. Uh, then a bit of episode three. <laughs> in full? Yeah. <laughs> three is what sold me on it. A lot of people have said that one was... Yeah, it's a pilot. You don't expect yeah. great things out of a pilot. You watch the house pilot. Like House was acting nice, like, and you never see him act nice again. I think yeah, there, I think there, there are like, mo- uh, the two main, the two main kinds of pilots a TV series can have. Mm. One is a, a really solid one that like from the get go you know this is gonna be a great show. Like, it's a really clear defined. Yeah, yeah, it's well defined, well acted, well produced. Like you, you can see the magic why it was picked up. And there's a second kind of pilot where you see like this is just to get something here you picked go. up. Yeah, like it, it, they clearly try try to find their voice, but like, it's not bad. It's entertaining, yeah, but, but it's, it's not. It's clearly great. different from the other yeah. episodes. And usually those like if you give enough time, it will grow. Yeah. Uh, Parks and Rec was one of those shows. Mm. Uh, the pilot was like meh. Uh, the first season was meh. Yeah, it was. Right? It, it was. It was a very different Leslie Nope. Yeah, and then you watch season two and like and okay, Michael, Michael Scherf really found his voice yeah so like there's some I think I think the Orville is particularly one of those kinds of pilots where he was clearly making it based on what the network's impression of his content will be a family guy yeah like it because people forget he produced Cosmos yeah he, he produced a lot of stuff like the the, the, the science remake uh, with with Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. yeah, like he produced that show, and that doesn't doesn't ring anywhere near a normal Seth MacFarlane, except for maybe the one episode where they went to the bear's vagina. That makes sense for him. That's right. <laughs> they chose a bear. They went its vagina. It's like here's what the bear's vagina looks like. Wonderful. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but like the important part is like at one point they decide Neil deGrasse Tyson decides to go into a bear's vagina. That, you know how many through uh, how many people that sort of shit has to go through. Hello, gentlemen. We need your funding for bear vagina. <laughs> yeah, sign off on that. I think it's on Netflix. I should check that out. <laughs> <laughs> because what the f- yeah I think that's episode 6 I think and, and I guess if someone's picking up a, a Seth MacFarlane title they'd expect something Seth MacFarlane yeah yeah. because yeah. episode 1 is all the markers of a Seth MacFarlane show yeah it's like Family Guy in Space yeah right I, I, I yeah. actually really like episode 1 it's, it's not, not bad yeah and in, in that it introduced me to the context harder than Star Trek Discovery right that was the problem I had with sure the, yeah yeah I get that the first two episodes was like Okay, bad things are happening, but why do I care? Because yeah. yeah. ba- bad things can happen in any show. Right. Like, why do I care about this specific bad thing? Why should I? And there, it's like, I'm already invested in this guy who's... It isn't the spoiler. It's the first ten minutes of the episode. They're like, oh, his wife's cheating on him. What a dick. Red hand. I'm sorry, blue hand. And, and, <laughs> and then his career goes down with shitter. Yeah. And that guy from Legends of Tomorrow slash Alias is there as his boss. Victor, yeah, Victor Garber. Garber. Who is a great actor, by the way. Victor Garber, man. 
Oh man, I love that guy. And, more and more. And there, I'm invested in the story of Vishlub, which it turns out isn't the story of Vishlub because the next few episodes, it's a legit explore, exploration I think series. He's a, he's a, because you get the impression the first maybe what ten minutes of the show, that it's a story of like a schlubs in space. Schlubs in space, like a guy who is like like a Michael Scott. Yeah. Right, like a guy who just got gifted an opportunity and way over his head and like trying to balance things out, but like by episode two, like yeah, he's a competent captain. Yeah, like everyone, like I. I can believe that these people deserve to be on the ship. It's just that the first episode they were playing that he was like super bitter about the incident yeah, because yeah. that's the premise that they set up, right? Yeah. I think if anything, though, my issues with episode one lie on the fact that a lot of the 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 humor in episode one, the jokes were easy. Yeah, we're like they were all low hanging fruit. Yeah, uh, very Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, it's like all low hanging fruit. It's like. Eh, it's a, I know it's funny, yeah. but I'm not compelled to laugh. Like, uh, but this is where the laugh track would go. Yeah, but you know where they'll fit, right? Um, but I think it's also something to say about the strength of its cast. I feel Adrian Palecki. Yeah, and all the like, minor cast. Like I like the banter between the navigator and the pilot, the helmsman. I like oh, that yeah. they had yeah. very reasonable requests. Can I have a drink on the bridge? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Sulu or Chekhov ask for that? They're at that fucking helm for hours. Like, they have robots. Long and I bet Kirk also had this like anti-Klingon cup or something. Like, they killed my son. <laughs> and then the other one's a con cup. <laughs> yeah, so like I think episode one is very different. I mean, if you haven't seen the episodes, uh, I don't think episode one should call her your impression of that show for me it's like episode 3 2 is when it starts telling you what kind of story it is 3 is like yeah. here's a tough issue and we're gonna talk about Actually, it yeah I'm also surprised by 3 but they I thought they went for the easy one than that one no holy fuck like they, they tried to and it was a very weird like controversial like if it were handled properly episode 3 is something that will get you a heated review yeah it will it, it can kill a show it can kill a show because if you haven't hit episode three much, right? No, like I've, I've been like the first five minutes right. of episode three. They talk about, in metaphors, like gender. Yeah. That wasn't no, that a metaphor. That was the dirty one. No, we were talking yeah, about. I mean, like, of the show, gender right? and race, almost, and like culture, uh, relative, cultural relativism. Culture and how you impose your ideas. Yeah, so like, it's right. a lot of those big concepts they try to roll into one. It's simple to have like just one of those issues. And but that's yeah. all. They're all dangerous as as as, as single issues, yeah. but they try to roll it to just one giant thing. But it's done so See, well. But and that's well. Star Trek, right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's, that's that that's what ev- not every episode, but that's, that's what, what they tried. Star to Trek do. tried to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Even in Enterprise, you yeah. know, there are a lot of people out there who would say Enterprise should never have existed, but they still <laughs> tried to do it there. Yeah. Then. It's just in the new Abrams movies and then and in Discovery that you, maybe we're getting there, but you don't see it yeah. just yet. I feel like the Abrams movies uh, were necessarily that kind of movie. Mm. It's come to my like after watching enough of the original movies, like from from TNG, right? Like I feel like the Abrams movies were necessarily that, like because I don't if they need to reinvigorate the franchise which oh, if, it, if it's just well, about getting attention I'll, yeah I'll, I'll tell you what though if it was just about getting attention they failed I mean <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, because 
they have so far there yeah. are no plans whatsoever of making a new one because the third one completely bombed yeah i know so but sabotage that, that was a great moment yeah it was a good moment <laughs> i mean it it wasn't very star trek it's like they tried to redo con again i guess yeah. <laughs> no, but right i mean i think that was the intention behind those movies that's why they don't feel a lot like what we understand as Star Trek movies. It's weird because Free was also the most Star Trek. They tried to be like because there was a, there corrected. was a, an attempt at answering a question yeah. like what is my place in the universe. But you know, like when they kind of escaped in two, two was like I think the the two one. had Robocop. What, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> two was the risk that did pay off. Ba, 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 ba. And then he declares himself Khan to nobody giving a shit. Yeah, yeah. like who? <laughs> Well, should that matter? Should that is that name special? Let, let, lest we forget him, him transporting from Earth to wherever the fuck he was <laughs> with technology that nobody talked about again. There was like, no, that's clearly bullshit because somebody would be talking about this. Yeah, I yeah. think the whole declaration of like, my name is kind of like, yeah, <laughs> like, nobody gives a shit. I love the spot of like. We should talk to other Spock. I think this matters somewhere else. Uh, yeah, I think this matters somewhere else. <laughs> if he didn't say that, like, they'd have no idea. <laughs> like, yeah, Harrison, right? <laughs> Con, Mr. Con Harrison. Mr. Weird name. Weird name. Weird Weird name. name. To the singer? To the Beatle? Yeah. No? All right. right, like, it's one of those... It, it, was the, it was the attempt that didn't pay off. It was the risk that didn't pay off, I feel like, too. No, I don't know about risk because that was the safest move to get. How do we get new Trek and old Trek together? We'll bring Khan into it and then make him shout his name. <laughs> and then we'll switch Kirk and Spock. And then we'll revive Kirk in the same movie instead of waiting two fucking movies to do it like people with nuts. Because you don't kill Spock and bring him in the same movie. You, you bring him back into the third movie, which is shit, and then bring him back. Search for Spock was horrible. I didn't want to see horny Spock. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they that. fucking learn, right? Like, nobody liked to see, like, horny Spock. And nobody wanted to see, like, uh, their, like... Search for Spock. Let's do it in the same movie. Except let's just undercut all the fucking drama we've built <laughs> in entire two hours prior. And there's a very jarring moment in there, in that, in when when Kirk dies there, where he's Spock is just immediately mad. Yeah. There's no he like he doesn't internalize it. And I remember this scene in A Wrath of Khan very clearly, where Kirk is slumped against. Yeah. Uh, against the wind, against the clear glass with Spock's dead body on the other side, and you see him, he's just fucking broken. Yeah, like he internalized. It took that a while. So, it it sat in him. Yeah. And here's just Spock's like, I have an excuse to be angry. That's yes. <laughs> Fuck you, Benedict Cumberbatch. Kapla. Our language. Who, who's the Klingon now? <laughs> I'm as strong as one. Oh shit, where's my girlfriend? Khan's beating the shit out of me. Wait, Khan's a super, like, genetically in improved human, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, I mean, oh, Khan. In, yeah. in the, in, in the, in, well, in both, actually. In both. That's in true. Both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Genetics and shit. Why is he stronger than the Vulcan? Oh no, he's half, that's right. Yeah, he's like, half. He, Star Trek's continued obsession with putting humans into Vulcan situations continues. Because, <laughs> yeah. Discovery. Yeah, Discovery. The main character yeah. is, was in a Vulcan Science Academy. Okay. For, I mean, and, no they, were like, and they were like, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> you qualify. <laughs> it 
don't know why, bro. <laughs> she was through a traumatic event. Better bring her with the people who will tell her to suppress her emotions. emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, an entire society based on that. Send her to the robbery and she'll be fine. <laughs> Those guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like angry Vulcans. <laughs> they are angry Vulcans. Are they? Because that's always been my impression of, of Robbie. Same. It's always just like... Are they angry Vulcans? Yes. <laughs> See, I mean, they're, they're they're basically Vulcans that you know don't control their emotions, I guess. So angry Vulcans. Angry Vulcans. Okay. <laughs> Who hate humans? Oh, there's that extra thing. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> wait. Send your emails to Packinator. <laughs> Earth is in charge of the Federation. I don't know how we got that, but like, uh, <laughs> no, it's a coalition. Yeah, the Federation is basically a. It was started... Oh, uh, God, here we go. <laughs> oh, sir, this is why you're hitting this episode. Uh, it was started by uh, four species, which are... Grasshoppers. Humans, the humans, <laughs> Andorians, Tellarites, I think Tellarites, and the Vulcans. How come we've never heard of this other two? Tellarites are like... Yeah, yeah, the Andorians are one with the little uh, antennas. Like, oh, that's blue. what you call them. Okay, yeah. all right. Time to vet from Star Trek Online. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. Basically, they elect presidents. Okay. Every, every few years. Did we like the we as in like yeah, human like democracy? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, because that works so well. Yeah, so well. <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Have the humans successfully like subsumed command of this thing? Well, the Federation headquarters is in San Francisco, so. So oh, wait, so, no, that's Starfleet. That's Starfleet. That's uh, the Academy. I think Federation headquarters is in Paris? I'm not sure. Okay, so it's not... Wait, in, in like Paris, France? France? Yeah. <laughs> not like a star system in Paris? No, no. Paris, France. France. The Earth is the seat of power of the Federation. Wow. Wow. Who did we screw? <laughs> who did we cock the humans up? To get that sweet, sweet deal. We could get into that, but that's pretty long. That's historical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, historical. It, Think of it as the U.S. The U.S. became so powerful because, so well... So, that's why the new one is in New York, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. All right. Look, disappointing answer as yeah. expected, right? <laughs> well, I, I have a question, though. I mean, taking those two things, like taking Orville, taking Star Trek, yeah. taking the fact that they are in 2017, you have these new shows, right. the last... The last few shows. Well, no, okay. You have things like The Expanse as well. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've seen The yeah, Expanse. Best. I've I seen think. season one. I haven't seen season two very. Uh, Two is yeah, the better. best. Yeah, it's uh, great. So fine, great. With those things, um, I'm sure there's a lot more that I'm forgetting. Yeah. I mean, the most recent I can remember is Battlestar Galactica, and that was a way back. Yeah, that's right. But with those things, where is sci-fi going? Um, oh, that's a good question. Well, it's there's a lot more uh, depth of choice. Star Wars, actually. Because yeah. Dark Matter, although yeah. it was recently cancelled, we were talking about it recently. Um, Killjoys is love, though. Killjoys. Killjoys. There's a lot. It's it's no longer... I think there should be a distinction. Because they're not necessarily sci-fi. In that... Mm-hmm. That's... Well, that's I mean, yeah, X-Files actually was considered sci-fi. sci-fi yeah, right? because so it posits a question. If you go back to the definition of what a science fiction story is or a speculative, it, it posits a question and how we would deal in spectacular situations. Right now, 
It's things in space, not necessarily sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah. It's like yeah. science yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Like Star Wars, not sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not really. It's it's more a fantasy story with laser guns. Yeah. Which is fine. It's it's great. Don't kill me. I mean, or try. I could use the you know physical contact. But don't don't. I need no, another. I need something <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Star Wars, uh, shit, Killjoys. While yeah. there is, while the the concepts are spectacular and they become more spi- sci-fi near the end. Yeah, by season three they got they get more sci-fi. At yeah. the start, it's jackasses in space, yeah. like jackass bounty hunters in space. Uh, the Expanse, that's sci-fi. That's sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Not just only in the hardness of their sci-fi and most scale, but because it's a concept of people living among the stars and who's really a human. Yeah, and like the question, it's it, there's a lot of like big questions asked in the expanse that not every story set in space tries to ask yeah like from okay. the get-go expanse is very like so deliberate we saw fairly recently the remake of i don't know if you've seen it the remake of x-files i haven't uh, but i want to uh we've seen okay orville is out now uh discovery is out now is there still room for an episodic sci-fi show because X-Files didn't X-Files isn't I don't think it was episodic well no 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 sorry it was was. but there was still a much larger overarching story which is the same as the original Star Trek okay but is there room for a purely episodic show using that format I guess Orville with Orville time will tell but what do you think I think like yes I mean I don't think episodic is the concern honestly of the of the format I think in a matter of like is is TV or the TV watching audience ready for a sci-fi that asks questions mm-hmm. because a matter of, ep- of episodes it's just like it becomes what lead uh, Legend of Tomorrow is essentially it's just like a villain of the week adventures in time and space yeah, but nothing in space, positive right so like episodic I think is the, the secondary concern I think episodic is just a matter of like will people want to watch bottle episodes every now and then well there I, I we have to separate it into two questions yeah. the format and the idea of a sci-fi show like a hard classic yeah. sci-fi show so hard classic sci-fi for me will, will have room yeah I, I think there's a that's yes to both um, except that uh, I mean, the, the, the episodic thing is that it's not so much of a concern. Like that's just a matter of like producers deciding on, on how they want to tell the story. I the episodic part is where I disagree with you. Okay. There's a lot of demand on myth arcs now, which is like when it's serialized. There's always an under like a bigger story happening. Yeah. There's a lot more demand for that. Um, there's another show of a good place yeah. where it seems episodic, but it builds. But it builds to one of the. Do never Google it. I recommend that you watch it, but never Google yeah. the right place. Yeah, because it's one of the best experimental shows I've ever watched. It has like the guy is nuts for even proposing the project because a lot of people should say no, and that's what people are looking for. They're looking for payoff. Yeah. And in 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 some senses, we're living in a golden age of TV where if we see something that has like one season, oh, it won't pay off because whatever long thing they're doing, it's not gonna fly. Because they got cancelled. So fuck that, I'm not yeah. going to watch it. I can choose to watch something else. Yeah. Instead of like being their nightmare. And since there isn't a lot of sci-fi that is asking a question, mm-hmm. um, there's room for it. But yeah, the episodic definitely. part might kill it. 
Ah, because okay. you're not gonna draw in the binge watchers. You're not gonna draw in the the obsessives. Right. It has to be more tightly packed. But yeah, I mean, I get that. Um, but there's some like people who quite enjoy the accessibility of episodic shows. Yeah, like um, you can jump in wherever. You can jump in. There's no pressure to start yeah. from the beginning. And besides, like, there's always an option to kind of stitch in like a few episodes together mm. to form a stronger like uh, arc. Arc, right? Yeah. Like a smaller, stronger arc. Um, so yeah, I mean, the bigger thing question people should be asking is like, are they ready for? Uh, a thinky kind I hate saying that term thinky sci-fi but essentially that's what we're looking at right because um, it's either a lot of times it becomes like sci-fi under the guise of a different genre it's yeah. like just this is an action show in space yeah. right like it becomes that and that's mm-hmm. not sci-fi per se it just looks like it that's like how I was saying like Overwatch is a shooter but it's not a traditional shooter yeah like there's right. a different there's actually different mechanics of yeah like Rainbow Six is the shooter version of Dark Souls like you just keep I'm on shaking dying. my head. Send <laughs> us this fucking look. Look at this fucking debasement of our culture. Rainbow <laughs> Six is good. It is, but he it can go fuck himself. <laughs> that is not Dark Souls. All right, I said just bad at Dark Souls. Look, I, 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 gate, I this is a normal <laughs> gatekeeping, but finish the game first, then you can talk shit. I'm really not good at it. So the frustration levels are same to me. Actually, it's just pattern recognition. There's nothing that makes you better at Dark Souls than pattern recognition. That's it. Really? Yeah. I'm bad at the fucking Because everything does the same thing over and over again. But a cuphead. Sorry. It's a good game. Beautifully animated. Yeah, I saw it. It's really like big classic People almost ruined their lives for it. (laughs) Yeah, but that said, uh, I think it's like... I think... But it's a hard question to ask, right? Like, to answer, like, is, are people ready for that kind of sci-fi? And I think the most practical way to go about it is just see if they are. Harko's <laughs> gonna prove it. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, like, try and try and try is my, my reaction to that one. Like, Battlestar didn't seem like it was going to work because it was, it was not like a traditional space-based show of yeah. that era. But Battlestar was also at this weird point in TV where, yeah, before there wasn't that many myth orcs yeah. unless it was sweeps because you couldn't expect someone to catch the show every week because yeah. before, like, you missed the show, well, fuck, That's you're it. not going to watch it again. Right. But, like, you saw stuff, even, but Battlestar was in that weird part where people were downloading stuff already, things were getting... Recorded on yeah. the CDs so you can share it, you can read it, you can we can watch it again. So longer arcs were permissible. I mean, you 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 saw the start of that in uh, later tracks like DS9 Voyager, where the first part of the season is just hijinks on crazy space. <laughs> later on, oh, it's those pudding people again. Like, what are we gonna <laughs> do about the pudding this time? Cisco's a god now. What? <laughs> you have long paying off like like yeah, Kyle Pana was fucking crazy though. But like that bitch was crazy. They said that DS9 is the tightest uh, of the first set of shows. In I terms like, of like story. I like it the most personally. Yeah, but, I, yeah, yeah. but I can't say that it's like the best. The best. Because I think TNG only really hiccuped at the last part. The first and last? The, the, the TNG only hiccup that how they close their series. Ah. I'm looking at an old recording. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Give me something definitive aside from Picard sails into space or something. <laughs> Do I want to be a captain? Nah. <laughs> Stop being a bitch, Riker. 
That's <laughs> a motherfucker. How about you? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, going back to what Pat said, uh, yes, BS, Bad Star Galactica. Well, when that came out, it was a different time. Technology was changing. Yeah. You know, people were uh, downloading it, getting it off iTunes, downloading it illegally, yeah. uh, getting it off a of DVD, getting it off of Blu ray. Now it's different. Now you have things like Netflix. Yeah. Now it's you, on fucking demand. Yeah, everything is on demand now. And look at the original programming that is made by Netflix. Yeah, they release 10 to 12 episodes uh, all at once, the whole season. Yeah. It's designed to be binge-watched. It's designed to be binge-watched. And because of that, they can get away with episodic in a way. Because like, look at uh, shows like... Uh, as a matter of fact, some of the... I wouldn't necessarily say most popular or more popular, but some of the ones that are receiving acclaim yeah. uh, are Black Mirror. Yeah. Black Mirror is a very interesting show. That's a sci-fi show. Yeah. It is a sci-fi That's show, a, yeah. and sci-fi every show. single episode is different. Yeah. It's another anthology-based. Another uh, show now... It's not exactly sci-fi, but it's a very experimental show. Is Room One Hundred Four? Oh, I haven't heard of that one. It, it's Room One Hundred Four is sorry diabetes. <laughs> room, diabetes break. Room One Hundred Four is it's like a show that every single episode it's twenty twenty two minutes, half an hour long mm. with the ads, and nothing is similar in every episode with the exception that it all happens in one motel room room 104 okay and essentially it's think of it as a uh, it's a one act play yeah right with different characters every episode yeah. it's very interesting okay admittedly some of the shows I've some of the episodes I find really boring some yeah of, of course the weak ones uh, yeah. there, there are some episodes which are just purely <clears throat> experimental one episode the entire episode was dancing Wow. It was uh, it was just dancing. Wow! So it's very strange. But anyway, going back, Netflix has allowed shows like that to come to fruition. Yeah, and that's why I am kind of confused with Star Trek Discovery because. Star Trek Discovery is also the pinnacle show of a new service, CBS Access. Yeah. CBS Access was created basically as an on-demand service, just like Netflix, Mm -hmm. but specifically for CBS CBS shows. Does it work? I don't know. We don't have access to CBS Access. Unfortunately, actually, uh, people in the U.S., they can't watch Star Trek Discovery on Netflix. Oh, really? oh, was it blocked no, by CBS? It's only CBS. Yeah. <coughs> Star Trek it's, Discovery is available to yeah, us we're so here. Lucky. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of that's happening, even with Disney pulling yeah. out stuff from yeah. Netflix. Uh, but the model is sound, and and it's changing the way that people view TV. Yeah, it's, it's really def- redefining what, what TV is. <laughs> it sounds so dirty to say. <laughs> it's redefining something, but it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really is. But again, with that said, because that's there, because I can click on episode one and then automatically go to episode two and then stop. Yeah. And uh, the day after or two days after, I can continue with episode three and keep going. Episodic's kind of becoming a little less attractive. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, 
why the conceit for having <laughs> why not close have the whole season? Yeah, yeah, it's just gets less and less, and uh, that's why traditional television. Uh, yeah, in America at least you have your NBCs, you have yeah. your CBSs, and they're still trying the somewhat episodic, some of the most popular shows in America, Criminal Minds, yeah. CSI, but Modern Family. The, here's the thing, though. Like, at least for me, I, I I think the space for episodic shows just because. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, like in 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 in, in 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 this particular like new format of watching is because, like you said, uh, like. Black Mirror and Room 104, there are ways to push what episodic structures should be. That's 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 right. Very true. Yeah. Like I yeah. think it just becomes boring and unsafe because they're still following the same formula. It's yeah. it's a different context. Episodic before was be- was based on how TV was used. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think because of this new kind of thing, it's just a matter of like adapting to the situation. I think there's still. A lot of creative room for episodic shows, uh, and clearly there's a lot of room for highly serialized shows. Uh, and that's why I think, for the most part, the, the the thing to consider is like, are people ready for another, you know, for this for Star Trek, like, or or that kind of like show? Well, statistically, well, not statistically, because I don't have the statistics to back it up. Yeah. But historically, the anecdotally, wow, there's a lot of e-words. Mm-hmm. Anecdotally, uh, in times of more hardcore, like Unset- world crisis yeah. and settlement, people tend to drift towards the more yeah. 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 I mean, that's when Lord of the Rings got huge. That's right. <laughs> and, the uh, and I mean, 2016 wasn't so great for anybody, and then Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the Expanse season two and Dark Matter season two, like, and I mean it's not like it's a particularly rough part of history we're living in. People like to you know try to add that entire like we're in the most peaceful times of history. Well, in a generic sense, but if you look at its specific instances, that's not true. I mean. Jesus, have you looked at Africa? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! But so yes, because in the most turbulent time, and people are looking towards the stars and making jokes about how I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Yeah, yeah something spectacular will have a place. Yeah, as I, long as like the questions are relevant to today, which is what I appreciate yeah. about the Orville. It's the my pro- another problem I had with STD was. <clears throat> Aren't we done with the Cold War allegory? We should. Because it's Klingons again. It's like a Cold War that's not ending in a in the Berlin Wall coming down. Is it, I don't know if that's how history went down. Is it because, like, we're still... Like, yes, it's the Cold War allegory set up again, but is it is it because... Especially at least for America and a lot of the world, like, aren't we back in the same situation, though? Like the whole doesn't threat of nuclear winter it, against it, communist nations. Doesn't matter. Like, aren't we in that same situation again? Well, yes, it's, it's, it's again. But here's the thing that works on a. But they didn't even tell the same story differently. It's Klingons again! <laughs> like, you, ha- you can make anything up! <laughs> and they went backwards in time and did Klingons again because they're bereft of creativity. <laughs> Or somebody out there was like, I don't want to try anything new. Do, do, do the Klingons. Kirk hated Klingons. And I like Kirk. He had sex with Orion slave girls. I don't think he actually ever did. 
But <laughs> don't quote me on that. But and that's why I like about the Orville. They're talk I mean, whatever you think of gender issues, we talked about yeah. it. We talked about problems that people are making important now and yeah. whatever importance you personally put on it the fact is someone discussed it yeah in i'm not even gonna say meaningful because the story the story of the first episode was tight on its own yeah it yeah. presented a problem and get and put it into action and a solution yeah and it's not just like this is bad okay yeah. but here is how it actually would be if you talked about it which is why i like the setup of the of the conflict there yeah like, it was a... Spoiler alert. It, it, there's a judge involved. And it's a courtroom drama, yeah. essentially. Uh. <laughs> and, like, I, I, felt for, I felt for that drama. Like, I wouldn't want to be in anybody's shoes in that yeah, that's tough. That was a tough uh, courtroom to and, be in. I'd rather watch, like, Wilson Fisk acquitted again. <laughs> <laughs> and the fifth episode discusses time. They finally get into, like, into some crazy shit in the fifth episode. Time? Yeah. I knew it. That was my suspicion. They, they, they discuss something about that and they resolve it in a way I think is very Star Trek. Okay. In that it's actually very Picard how they handle it. Huh. Alright. Not even Kirk. <laughs> Kirk is like BAM! Or Which is weird because he, he didn't actually do it that much. It's just modern Kirk being more action packed. He didn't yeah. have sex that much. He was a big fan of consent. Which is weird for the like sixties. <laughs> no offense, like we're we're all fans of consent here, but those were the sixties. Times were different. <laughs> People were crazy. That was a lot of cocaine. Oh, uh, cocaine was like legal and shit. <laughs> they got so much fucking done. Like, like, holy shit, the music. Holy shit. And now we get like lemonade. I mean, it's a good hey. song. I guess if you're written by 16 people. That's true. <laughs> Alright. Uh, wow, we're over an hour. Okay. Uh, so, how do we kind of like resolve this? There's nothing to resolve. <laughs> well, here, if it, it's. I mean, we can't even like put it to a judgment and look yeah, back at our points really because nice. we, quickly, we quickly asserted that, yeah, Star Trek is different. It's not a bad show, but it doesn't feel like a direct successor right. of. Mm-hmm. What Star Trek uh, Star Trek fans expected. Well, the Orville is millennials in space. <laughs> millennials in space. God damn! Like Mel Brooks is getting a lot of money yeah. off that. Mel Brooks, man. <laughs> Jews in space. Which have we had one in space yet? One could assume. Like in fiction. For sure, in fiction. Uh, Zoidberg is, I yeah. think, Jewish. <laughs> okay. He's a Jewish shellfish. I know. I don't think they ever got over that joke. <laughs> um, and while Orville might have a lighter take on things, it's still not dodging its roots as what it should be, which yeah. is a sci-fi story. It is a tribute, though. It's clearly a, a love letter to... To start yeah, even the yeah. cinematography, like the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everything about it. I think it. that was his intention, right? Yeah, I think that was his intention. The madman did it. And so, if you want an angry ending to this, you ain't gonna have it, because both shows actually deserve some watching. It that's might true. not be your jam, especially with how lighthearted the orbit is. We're not even trying to be PC, though. It's just, that's just that's how a, it is. They're, they're reasonable shows yeah. to watch. They're very different shows. Yeah, and there's room for both, because, yeah. you know, we're consumer animals, because <laughs> buy iPhones. But that's uh, okay. Hey, yeah. you want a great conflict? What? Choose one. Orville. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because not because they're both good means I won't choose one. Let's all we choose one. We just destroyed our noise gate right there. Yeah. Sorry, kids. Mine is Orville because it's funny and serious, while Star Trek Discovery is just serious. Like when everything is fucking dour, nothing is dour. It's it it, it gets boring. I stop giving a shit. Okay, Ponzi. Uh, okay. Um, that's tough. Uh, because I was I've I've not seen enough of Discovery. Okay. Right. Um, but no, knowing what I've seen so far, uh, I I give it to the Orville. But then I hate saying that because yeah. honestly, coming in like coming in, I I wasn't expecting to to like the show. I was honestly ready to just dismiss it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And because the the first episode reviews were were not kind, mm-hmm. uh, not all kind. Some of them were, but it wasn't like unanimously good. Um, some of them had harsh criticisms, which I think were like from people with different expectations of the show. Uh, so so there's just it's that like, but right now I, I I am impressed by the the writing uh, of that show. They are very different shows. As we've clearly said, uh, and and I think, I think because it comes from intention, um, I have the impression that that the article comes from. Can I make a tribute to classic Trek? And discovery was can I re can I introduce Trek to a different kind of audience to a new generation? Yeah, so the mindsets are very different uh, coming in producing the show, right? Like, why would you make an action like? single story kind of format first time ever I believe in any Trek show TV mm, yeah right like mm. so, that, that's like one yeah. full yeah. or at least it, it looks to be one full sort of uh, story for one season like why would you want that that's that's how uh, this generation of watchers like their TV right but the Orville's very much like let's bring the magic of the old see if we can make it for new so like right. the intention of both shows are very different and they kind of show uh, but right now, because I haven't seen enough of Discovery, but I've enjoyed the first thirty minutes I've seen it. Uh, I got mostly desert. No, I got to the <laughs> point where they got to the artifact when ah, she got right. when she saw the 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 Klingon spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! Yeah. Everyone. Oh yeah, those are Klingons. They just look really fucking weird. They do look weird. I they? I didn't know that, that that's how Klingons look they like. They don't look like that. Well, okay. Well, they have smooth Klingons and they have yeah. genetically modified Klingons. See, this yeah. is fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, te- technically, that is supposed to be in their history, but it's it's pretty confusing. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that's that's one. How um, about you? And so yeah, so right now I'm I'm choosing the Orbit because like they got balls in the writing staff. Like, can yeah. I just say like yeah, episode two was. I thought episode two was like a Q tribute, which I think still is fairly quick for a Q episode, which apparently was not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like the whole like newbie in command yeah. drama, and then episode three just hiked the, like the moral questioning. And episode four was was really like strange, but but wonderful at the same time. Uh, yeah. So like, I think there. If any, if anything, the criticism is like episode one is not indicative of what the show is yeah. <laughs> uh, and two it just there's some parts where I feel like they're checking off like tribute boxes yeah. where like yeah I'm gonna do this kind of episode and then that's that kind of episode yeah, which is not bad from, the bad guy from Nemesis was there yeah. <laughs> it's part of Liam Neeson makes a cameo 
<laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. does. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Like they have like really big names for cameos. Like really? episode five has uh, Charlize Theron. So. Yeah. So it's it's like Family Guy. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah. literally. Like, yeah. If Adam West was alive, uh, I yeah. bet he'd be there. Probably, be Probably as Batman. As Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like old tiny sixties Mayor Batman. Uh, so yeah. So right now, if I have to choose Arvil, he gets it. Sir. I I, I haven't watched. Uh, I haven't watched a lot of Arvil. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've watched episodes one and two, a little bit of three. I'd probably still choose Orville. <laughs> I, oh. I, not, right now, I'm preferring to watch Star Trek. Okay. Yeah. Right, because I find Orville. Again, because I haven't got into the places that you say it gets so good. Yeah. But I find Orville to be a very entertaining show, but it's still really rough. Mm. Mm. While it feels like the story is very slow on Star Trek Discovery. Oh, okay. You know, from, from episodes one to three. It feels like so much has happened, but nothing has happened at the same time. Very decompressed. They take yeah. forever to really? make a decision. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like episode one alone, it took forever just to ha- make a decision and have and, and and move the plot forward. That's a good point. Like the whole like, what do we do with the artifact? <laughs> it seemed thing, very like, talky. I wouldn't have minded, except what we decided didn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Now, with, futility. With that said, though, Starship futility. <laughs> I feel. All right, let's just let, let, let it sound like a bit of a cop out, but I feel like Orville is what I will like because I'm comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But this, but Discovery actually has a lot more potential. Ah. And it has okay. a lot more potential for itself, and it it it, it opens. N- I don't say, I won't say it opens new doors to sci-fi because uh, new sci-fi doesn't need doors. doors. You know, yeah. it's just gonna happen. It's but a big space. It opens <laughs> some interesting new doors to Star Trek. So, ah, okay. Okay. So yeah. All right. I guess that's it, right? I guess. I mean. Okay. I mean, we could always just uh, we can talk about other stuff. Yeah. But I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, thanks, Vim, a lot Thank for, for joining us today. Uh, we'll probably have more of him around in the future episodes. I'd love to. I, I feel like that's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Uh, I like this chair. I can spin while we're talking. Yeah. Like, if, if you haven't noticed with the audio, like Pat's yeah. been drifting farther and farther away, <laughs> like a fucking meteor. <laughs> First of all, okay, I like that. I, I, I can be a meteor. <laughs> Would you prefer like an asteroid? An asteroid is crashing into the atmosphere. Oh, that's a meteor it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, meteor is in the atmosphere. Doesn't matter. Anyway, that's it. <laughs>